Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly life transitions podcast, where we share the stories and experiences of professionals that help families create a new path for themselves. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about transitioning your life through relationship separation, starting a new career, having babies, and many other life transitions. Find out more at mycleanbreak.ca. Here are your hosts, Darren and Tina. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to Clean Break the Podcast. I'm Darren Javag. Thank you so much for joining us. This is episode 90, season three. And joining me today, we've got Tina Murray. Tina, how are you today? I am recovering. I wish I was there with you in the studio, but I am sitting quietly in my own office just trying to stay away from people. I totally get it. I think everyone's kind of going yeah. through a little bit of that these days. But, um, yeah. you know, hey, it, I think COVID, if you had to talk about life transitions, I think COVID's probably the best, biggest one everyone is dealing with today, right? You know, um, you know, the funny thing is, is that um, maybe, you know, six months ago, you and I were like, we have to stop talking about COVID. We literally, in our podcast, we're like, we need to stop talking about COVID. And now here we are, six, eight months later, and we're still talking about it. In fact, it's even more front and center um, you know, this time around. So it's, um, it's, it's like, amazing. it's like luggage, you know, you just can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of luggage. It's just something like you don't throw it out. You just keep it. Even if it's ugly, you just keep it. Right. And, then, and that's what's going on with COVID. We're stuck with it forever. You know, what's funny you say that is my, uh, my oldest son took a flight to Fredericton, uh, to go visit his girlfriend. And it was supposed to be just a four, four day weekend. And, uh, I sent him because she had left a bunch of stuff at our house over the Christmas holidays. So he needed to take it. Well, all he was grabbing was a backpack. So because he was going with this luggage or he needed some luggage. So I, I sent him this ugly old carry on suitcase. And he literally said, mom this thing has seen better days i said exactly if you leave it in fredericton leave it in fredericton just, it's yeah. okay with me. <laughs> just throw it throw it on the sideline someone else will pick it up and use it <laughs> but he's coming home today he's just a, uh i don't know five six days late because he got struck with COVID as well so he got stuck in um in uh, fredericton but he is bringing it um back dang it I told you, luggage, you just can't get rid of it. I think I've got a backpack from when I was in like junior school. You know, it's like 40 years old or something like that. I don't know. Anyways, it's all good. Okay. So let's, let's, we could do this for a while. You and I haven't talked for a while. So I know you just came back from your own little transition because somebody was like baking in the sun and enjoying the waves. Uh, where were you again? I, that was November. That was November. I need another holiday. <laughs> <already>. <laughs> Dominican. I went with some girlfriends. Yeah, I highly recommend a girls' trip. Sorry, guys. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't get recommend. you didn't get arrested. You didn't get arrested. No one had to had to bail you out anywhere. So that's no. uh, that's probably a good thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So so let's let you know what. Let's uh, carry on down the road. Uh, this is like yeah. I said. It's episode ninety. It's pretty amazing that we're up to it's ninety awesome. episodes. I hadn't realized that. Wow. That is amazing. It's pretty 90. cool. And we're on uh, season three, which is yes. pretty cool too. 
It and, is. And, you know, actually, I wanted to talk really quickly. We've got a partnership going right now with Livestream Junkies. That's why anyone who's listening right now is probably saying, hey, that audio quality is pretty good compared to how yeah. these guys were doing it before. You know, <laughs> we did okay, but you know what we're doing? I think uh, the Livestream Junkies is really taking it to the next level with us now. And yeah. today we actually have, um, Denik is our technician. He's working behind the scenes right now to make sure that everything kind of runs smoothly. And we have Allison, who is our production production uh, coordinator. So she is actually in the background taking notes. So hi, Allison. Hi, Danik. Thanks again for joining us. Oh. <laughs> okay. So let's get this show going. I'm so excited yeah. about today. You know, we've got yeah. uh, a, a superstar of uh, a young superstar that's from Kempville. Uh, this lady has done so many things. Why don't you introduce her to us? Yeah. Well, and you know what? I think that, uh, you know, for listeners who are just tuning in again, we should, before I introduce our guest, um, you know, we should talk a little bit about, uh, you know, we're, we've transitioned as a as an organization, as a podcast. We started off as a clean break, which we were really just doing all about divorce, which is still front and center in our in our organization. But, you know, clean break itself, we've we've switched the whole organization to sort of more transitions and and that whole wellness and how to deal with transitions. So mm -hmm. um, it's mm -hmm. really really a great i think move for us as an organization and as a podcast to just expand what we're what we're talking about so for our listeners if you're tuning in ex expecting to hear all about divorce today sorry to disappoint you we're going to talk about some other things as well yeah and so, and yeah, yeah i think i think i think the the separation part right because i know yeah. we we had long discussions about this and that the fact that you know separation and divorce is a, is a serious transition but there's so many other things that people go through, even when they're separating that, yeah. uh, you know, there's so many other thing, other, other transitions that people need to know about. We thought, man, yeah. we're just leaving the door closed to so many other opportunities for people. So, uh, exactly. that's, that's yeah. where we're going now. And we started transitioning yeah. late in the end of last, last season. Uh, exactly. last and now we're full on it's life transitions. That's what we're doing. Exactly. So yeah. So in that vein, let's introduce our guest today. Today we have Rebecca Cronk. She is the owner of a, a gym called Get Cronk, and it's it's not a walk in, work out on your own kind of gym. It's very tailored and structured. And so Get Cronk is right in the heart of uh, Kempfel. And um, you just recently celebrated five years of being in business. So welcome, Rebecca, to our show today. Thank you to be here. So tell us a little bit. I, I don't want to steal your thunder. So tell us a little bit about about you, how you got to got to this point. Sounds good. So um, I also am a little bit COVIDy. Um, so COVIDy. That's, that's a new test. word. COVIDy. COVID <laughs> yeah, I'm COVIDy still. I can't come out. Um, so yeah, the studio is five years old as of I guess the start of this past week. Um, it's been one hell of a journey. So, um, I've always been a lifelong athlete, uh, growing up. It was mostly basketball, soccer that I played high level. Um, then I went to the university of Ottawa and studied a bachelor of science with a specialization in human kinetics. So always, even though I played my sports, I was always in love with fitness. Um, and then that kind of led me to what I studied in university, where I kind of took that fitness career to a whole new level. I became a certified personal trainer and in that time fell in love with the gym. Um, so I was going to work out just, just because I liked going. 
Um, and then it, it kind of transitioned into a passion for fitness competitions and bodybuilding, um, which speaking of transitions, I ended up there mostly because of relationships gone sour, um, where, where people said you're not allowed or you'll never be good enough. You'll never be dedicated enough. And I was like, like, hold that thought. Let me, let me go do my thing. And then we'll have this discussion again. Um, so then when I graduated university, I was working in a restaurant on vacation to celebrate the fact that I graduated university with my mom. And when I came home, the restaurant was closed. Um, and that was kind of my kick in the butt to actually go do something that I studied for and then I had been working towards. And then I got into the fitness industry as a career, um, working in a big box gym. So while I was in the big box gym, loved what I was doing, hated the environment I was doing it in. I was not made for a big box gym. Um, and then I kind of started coming up with these ideas on how, how I could make it more quaint and more welcoming and what kind of environment I did want to actually train people in. Um, and that kind of got the ball rolling um, with creating the idea of a studio on my own. Um, and the biggest thing was that gyms are scary. I mean, mm -hmm. I had a Bachelor of Science with a specialization in human genetics. So I knew exactly what I was doing. I was a certified personal trainer. I knew what I was doing, why I was doing it, how I was doing it, everything. I would go on stage in a stinking bikini, knowing that I'd done the work leading up to it. And yet walking into a gym was terrifying. And I mm. thought, if I'm terrified doing this, and I know everything that I'm doing, how the heck does average Joe feel walking into a friggin' gym? Right? Yeah. Or somebody that, it's such a scary environment. All of this, like, look at what's behind me. Like, all of this metal crap. People don't know what to do with it. <laughs> like, it's terrifying, right? You don't, it's new to so many people. And if I felt that way, how does everybody else feel walking in? I'm so sad. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy to hear you say that because like, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I used to go to gyms and I was like uh, intimidated by it. And I tell you, like, like seeing your competitions, I cannot imagine the pressure that you must feel. Like, and I don't want to add to it right now by saying that, but like I see your pictures and your competition pictures and I'm like, oh my God, like that must be incredible dedication. You know, to, to yeah. not only get up there and do that, but then the lead up, like you said, the work to get there, because it doesn't, you know, as much as I admire all the pictures that you share on your Facebook page, I'm like, <laughs> there are so much pictures that you don't see of all the work that goes into getting there. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, and you know, so, to go back to just that thing about walking into a gym, like just a really funny story on my part is um, I used to go to the Y with my girlfriends and, and we would, um, you know, I would work out and my girlfriend, who's probably, I want to say a foot taller than me, she's probably not, maybe six inches taller than me, long, long legs. Her, she and I would be on the same machine side by side and I would literally be dying and she's barely working up a sweat. <laughs> And so, I don't know, this went on for weeks, possibly months. And one day I real, she said to me, like, I guess I had it on. I don't know if it was a, I don't know if it was elliptical or a treadmill or something, but I had it on like some high, high resistance and I had no idea. 
It was so high. Little old five foot two with these short little legs is just dying. Okay, stop. I'm and, getting a visual. I'm getting a visual of you on right? this thing just it's, killing it's, yourself. I and, and we finally realized that I was like doing twice as much work, but I had no idea how to run the darn tootin' thing. Yeah. 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 Do you do you, you do that? Stupid, do you do that, I'm Rebecca? Do you do that, Rebecca? Do you do you actually like? Do you actually show the people individually the machines and how the, how to use them? Like, is there a training for that? Yeah. So so like what we have in studio, right? We can only essentially show people how to use what we have in studio, but that's the whole the whole point. So we get a lot of people that go, oh, "I'm a gym newbie. Like, I don't know what I'm doing." Mm -hmm. I said, "Well, that's why you're coming to see us, right? It's our job to bring you in." explain to you what you're doing, show you how to do it, teach you what you're doing so that you don't feel like that gym newbie anymore. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people just have that fear of coming in. Oh, it's so new. Well, that's what we're here for. That's what we're trained to do is to teach you what you're doing and how to do it safely, effectively, and have that confidence to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. and I, I mean, that... we hope you come back because you enjoy the experience. But I, I think that's the that difference in culture too. To, to, like like the difference between a, the big box uh, locations, like you just said, and the smaller organizations, the more you know personalized, intimate kind of like settings, like uh, a gym like yours, right? I want to say boutique. <laughs> boutique. I like yes. that word. I like that... boutique. I like boutique. I like it's a, right. It's it's tailored. You're customized. Right. Tell us yeah, a little exactly. bit about how that works. Like, I'm not going to, like I said in the intro, you can't walk into your gym and just start working out on pieces of equipment like, a, you know, some of these big box ones. Explain to us the process, how it works when we go to get cronked. For sure. So generally, um, we like to start most of our, we call them more like training relationships because, and I've had a few discussions with clients that actually were some of our first ones to walk through our door five years ago that may not necessarily train with us now, but I still talk to you on a regular basis. And I kind of explain to the, like as a relationship. So when you come in, we sit down and generally have like an initial consultation, right? Because we may not be the best fit for everybody. So at least if we sit that conversation, you know, do we offer what, what you're looking for? Can we help you achieve your goals? Are you gonna be comfortable in our environment? You know, is it gonna be the best place for you? Um, and when we go through that discussion, we can kind of say, oh, maybe group fitness would be better for you, or maybe personal training. Um, you know, if you have a history of injury, maybe we want to start with that one-on-one -on -one and then graduate you to a group setting. That way you're ready for it and you know the movement patterns and you're more confident in your ability when you get there. Um, so we really like to start a lot of our things with a consultation, um, and then we go from there so we can match you with one of our personal trainers. Um, there are five of us now, which is pretty wow. awesome. So we can match you with one of our trainers. Um, we can match you into um, one of our group training programs. So we have <laughs> ongoing group fitness. Um, so that's a variety of, of stuff, exercise programs taught by different trainers in the studio. Now, obviously, all online since we're shut down again. And then we have specialty programs as well for special populations or different focuses. So we have, um, it's called Squats and Tots. So that would be a parent and baby style program. Squats we have <laughs> Squats and Tots. I like it. Then we have one called Fit for Life. So it's tailored more towards um, active aging, um, some mobility issues, things like that. We have one called Power Hour. So those that really want to learn 
um, how to, to act properly. So specific techniques, heavier weight kind of things like that. We have youth fitness, we have athlete development programs. So just programs with different focuses and we go from there. Um, but yeah, building the relationship is huge. You kind of, you kind of joined into a big family. And then as I told one of our clients who doesn't train with us now, but started with us when she signed up to train with me, it's kind of like she signed on for a lifelong relationship. I say like, you're stuck with me. So you're stuck <laughs> with me forever. I'll, I will find you. Just oh to my check God. In. So I'll, I'll have to try yeah, that in my business. More, it's more like a family. <laughs> yeah. I will find you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I, I I definitely would say that when you talk about being a, as a family, like when you hear about Get Cronked and all the cronkers out there, it's definitely mm -hmm. this camaraderie and it's a family relationship. And I think that's really like Darren and I have talked a lot about that, about how um, we're not just in business. We, we, we love our clients and they become important people in our lives. And like you say, you know, you may have clients that are no longer clients, but they're still part of the Get Cromped family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I yeah, love that. I think that, that those relationships are really important. So to kind of transition the question in, is that, you know, those relationships must have helped you go through this pandemic because you've been shut down. How, how much have you been shut down over the last two years? Take a breath. Um, I don't Take even calculate. <laughs> yeah, I don't even Take calculate anymore. It's just it gets it gets quite heavy and quite depressing, really, when you think about how how much we've been closed for in the last two years. Very stressful. Um, yeah, that studio family has been huge, whether it's just, you know, them checking on me. Even it's not even me going to find our clients to see how they're doing They're They're coming and checking on me. So it's huge to know that, you know, that support is out there and, and that they're they're rooting for us and doing what they to support us as as we do to support them so we kind of left because yesterday i only thought of it yesterday morning but i was like guys and i'm messaging our team and i said guys if you've been thinking about any of our clients whether it's a personal training client whatever i said reach out to them i said it would be great if it was thursday because we could call it thinking of you thursday but it's now called thinking of you friday <laughs> so i said anyway reach out to but yeah i'm like this is how this is gonna work i'm like contact as many people have if you thought about them you know you know that their kids are doing school online have you checked in how was their first week how yeah. you know they had they were sick how are they feeling are they moving again you know all these different life stressors check in did you if you thought about someone don't just think about them reach out and say mm -hmm. hey i was just thinking of you yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. that's one thing I've seen in the evolution of your business and you as a, as a professional, Rebecca, is that, mm -hmm. you know, over time you've like, you've come into your own, like you're like, you're, it's like, and don't excuse the analogy, but it's kind of like really comfortable shoes, right? You get them and you're like, wow, these are amazing shoes. And then you wear them a little while and they get more and more comfortable. That's what I see as you as a professional. You're so mm -hmm. comfortable with yourself now. Like you understand your business. You've gone through a lot of, you've been in the ditch a few times, right? And I think until people as business owners get, go into the ditch and get themselves out, I think it's that pain that teaches them to be a better person a better business owner a better everything mm -hmm. right and mm -hmm. just listening to you talk right now i can totally tell you're comfortable in your skin you know like you're just yeah you. this is what we're this is what i'm doing this is what my team's doing we're just crushing it 
You know, we're just gonna keep going. Yeah. And I actually, I, I, I got to tell you as well. I got to really, I look forward to your feeds on Facebook because <laughs> as much as everybody is like locked down, and you know, they're just trying to find a positive thing in every day. You know, it, it, even if it's the smallest thing. And I don't think I've seen one picture on your page where you're not smiling. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> or you're making a pouty face or something, but, but it's normally, it's a smile, right? So, and you don't realize how that, how one little image of somebody smiling can actually infect your day and make you mm -hmm. smile, you know? So that's really cool. I got to give you kudos for that. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. It must've been though. I know that in the, you know, in the first lockdown, you know, I, I can, you know, again, watching through Facebook and, um, and imagining what you were going through, right? Having to, this stupid word now that we're gonna be using pivot. <laughs> I think I'm getting sick of it. I'm, I'm getting sick of that word as much as I am of COVID, but you know, how you did have to pivot and how you learn to do things. And I just, in my brain and, you know, in my recollection of watching things throughout that time of how you, okay, this is crappy. Okay, this is really crappy. Okay, this is what we're gonna do. Okay, well now we're changing this, and, that, and how you had to just keep, you know, doing this for all that time. And now, does it kind of walk us through how you were feeling through all of that, and how you feel now with this latest lockdown? Um, it was very scary at first because I mean the nature it was, the bills are due whether you have money coming in or not. Um, so that like i mean that's still the scary part really if we're being realistic it's it's still scary um none of us were very tech savvy i mean like we can operate in social media because we're young people but we we didn't know what we were doing i didn't know how to do it i don't even think i owned a webcam i was doing it like on my cell phone and like i didn't i didn't know how to do anything i had a tablet that wouldn't even stay open on its own <laughs> um so when we when we first started off it was like oh my god what are we gonna do and i think we did everything through facebook live which we learned halfway through you couldn't play music because it had rights to somebody else and that it would cut off half your video and oh my god there were so many things and then because we had never operated in that way i was doing every workout like three times a day and then all of a sudden i every like everything hurt i was I was like, oh, definition of overtraining, like by <laughs> You're <laughs> so like shredded. <laughs> I, I was. In the first lockdown, I was super shredded because I was teaching every class and because I didn't realize that I could say like, this is what we're doing and then just, you know, watch people do it. I was doing the whole thing. So I was. I was literally shredded by accident <laughs> because I... I, I, oh, that's why you're. That's why you're I, taking so many pictures of food every time. Like that was the other thing. I'd always see pictures oh. of these meals that always. had protein, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, you're probably yeah. like fueling the train right now." <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a food monster. <laughs> but yeah, so then when we reopened, it was kind of like, okay, everything's outside, right? So we had to adapt mm -hmm. to that, and then it was like, okay, you're shut down again, and then this time when we shut down, we didn't panic as much as the first time. But we said, yeah. okay, we made it through the first, we survived, but this time we have to do it better. Mm -hmm. So going into the second one, it was a little bit more research, kind of how do we, how do we do this 
more effectively. And so then we did better in round two. Fast forward, shut down again. Round three was even better than round two. And I think this is actually round four. Um, I saw someone post the other day. So this time it was kind of like we just kind of fell back into the pattern of last time. So, I mean, I guess also in in lockdown number one, nobody knew what was going on. We all just shut down everything, right? Like, um, but now now people are like, no, I need to continue my physical health. I need to continue my mental health and physical exercise definitely helps with mental health. So I think, do you see a shift in your clients as well? They're like, yeah, okay, we're going to go right back into online. Um, there's a good portion of them that do, but a lot of it is dependent on the schools as well. So as soon as the kids are home as well, it puts on that extra like overload mm. and then okay. people kind of panic. So that's really been our messaging this time. We kind of changed our messaging from before. Say, look, like now, yeah, you have your kids at home and it's going to make everything that much harder because life is not normal, but... Mm -hmm you need this and like you mm -hmm. said like physical health mental health emotional health like you need this to deal with it and mm -hmm. our messaging has been i don't really care what's happening on your side of the camera like you can have you can have kids running around screaming i don't care we can mute you and yeah. you can do your workout and and chaos can happen behind you we don't care yeah. but take that 45 minutes and and do your workout mm -hmm. so, so what's that's what been our services? messaging what services are you offering during the lockdown? Because things have changed. So, right? yeah, for sure. So we have all of our personal training going on online for whoever wanted to continue. Um, we're also all taking new clients during this time for online as well. Um, but all of our green is going. So not necessarily our specialty programs because they're a little bit more hands-on and we kind of need everyone to have certain pieces of equipment for that. Um, but yeah, our, our group training is going kind of as usual. Most of our schedule stayed as is. Um, and then our Fit for Life program continued as well. So our active aging. And they have been the most unreal group of clients through this. Because in theory, you think they're your more vulnerable population. But they mm -hmm. have been the first to come back and the last to leave. <laughs> in amongst all the lockdowns and they're the group that you would think no not comfortable online they're like oh get us online like tell us what we have to click and and we're there and nice and nice. their population has grown for online huge nice what's some yeah. advice you could give people that are um kind of stuck in that rut where they don't know how to get started don't know what they need to do um you know how to even even with your clients, you know, how do you motivate them to keep focus? Yeah, the big thing is little baby steps, right? Everyone thinks like, oh, I'm going to start an exercise program and I have to overhaul my entire life. It doesn't have to be that way, right? It's it's one foot in front of the other, one class. Register for one class, you know, get the link, click it, and show up. You don't need any equipment and you need the space the size of a yoga mat. Like that's... Start with one. If one goes well, you like it, you know, sign up for another one. If that works well, sign up for it. It doesn't have to be this huge life-changing experience. One workout, it's literally 45 minutes. Huh. 
Uh, I got to follow up to that one, Tina. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, like we're we're in the area, and I don't like to date our pages, but you know, like we're in the area of resolutions. I'll say, right? <laughs> yeah. So what? And I, and I know that fitness is a big resolution that people always make when they start a, a new year, right? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Let me let me ask you: What do you think, Rebecca? Are some of the reasons why people don't? follow through with the resolutions on something like fitness? Um, I think it's because they, they make their resolution, their resolution too big and they mm -hmm. don't roadmap how to get there. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. It's this grandiose plan. It's I'm going to lose 30 pounds. Well, how the heck are you going to get from January 1st to 30 pounds? No one ever actually makes that roadmap. <laughs> right. So like we, you make a pill for that, we were supposed know. to be <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Um, so we were supposed to be actually having a goal setting workshop this weekend, Excellent. which we ended up Excellent. canceling because we couldn't get everyone together in studio. And then I got all COVID-y. Um, so we put it on hold, but the plan is to have that goal setting workshop and it's open to clients and non-clients, um, mm -hmm. where we kind of say, this is where we want to end up. How are we going to get there? These right. are the steps. These are the roadblocks. And what are things that, that happened in the past? You know, do you have past experiences that are going to kind of snowball into you being, you know, having more of a negative kind of idea of yourself or, you know, things that worked well in the past, things like that. Hmm. Um, it's do a planning you, workshop. So do you yeah, find go it, ahead. Do you, is, do you, is it like an exercise fitness work like planning or life planning i mean it seems a bit broad to, for you guys to be doing that but i mean technically the same the same plan can be put towards anything right breaking mm -hmm. stuff up into little steps and trying to come up with contingency plans as it comes but mm -hmm. for us it'll be more a little bit more exercise focused because that's that's our specialty mm -hmm. good for and, you and, so being in business as long as you have being a coach as long as you have um, do you find that you have to motivate people a little bit more sometimes these days or, or have you maybe let, maybe I, I'll ask a different question. Do you find that you, your, your style of motivating people has changed over the years? Um, I don't know. I, I find myself like I've always been more of a, we'll say like a soft motivator. Okay. I don't know. I might have just made that up. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Put a hashtag at the front of it, okay? Yeah, <laughs> hashtag, hashtag soft motivator. Soft, soft motivator. Um, <laughs> like, I, I'm not a loud person. I know a lot of people think, like, motivation comes in, like, the style of where you're being, like, yelled at and kind of, like, drill sergeant and, and things like that. I'm more of, like, a soft encourager. So I'm like, oh, like, let's go. We can figure this out kind of thing. A little bit more mellow, less boot camp, and a little more mellow. I was just um, about to say boot camp. <laughs> it's a lot of people. Yeah, sure. boot camp. you're really good at the boot camp too. I I'm not a yeller. I I don't know how. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't okay. know how. I just I don't. So, um, what I want to ask you if you had to look back at what what would be your biggest failure, and what did you learn from that experience? Um, I would say my biggest failure is being 
being like scared of something new. Mm. I know, whether it's a certification, whether it's incorporating something new into the business or, or try to um, change even like a pricing structure, things like that. I, I'm a, like normal people. I'm afraid of new things and I, I find that it really weighs on me. So there's certain opportunities that we've missed because, you know, I've been too afraid to do this or too afraid of failure and and we've missed opportunities or I've missed professional opportunities because I was, you know, too scared too scared to get out of my own way. Yeah, that's true for you most people, yeah. I think. I, I you think know, so, getting the, over the, yourself. The fear of the unknown. And I think we, mm-hmm. um, I, think, I, I think almost everybody does that. They, they, they see... They see the problems of, or they they see a challenge, and mm-hmm. they they scare themselves on what they don't know. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. oh my god, like this is going to be, it's it's going to blow up on me, and uh, you know, I'm going to get judged by everyone around me, and everyone mm-hmm. is going to have an opinion against me, or that, anyways. They, but they they snowball, and then they and then their self confidence drops, and then they believe that you know they can't do it. <clears throat> and and 99% of the time, what you learn from the failure is probably one of the most powerful things that makes you a better person, right? Yeah. So that's, yeah. thank you yeah. for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is many years ago when I first started being as an independent agent, um, I went to a seminar, I don't, put on through a small business enterprise center. And one of the guest speakers was talking about, you know, growing and developing and, you know, whatever. And throughout it, what came to my mind was I was actually afraid of success. Hmm. I was afraid of how big that would be, what that would look like, right? And so I was holding myself back in other ways, simply because I was afraid of what that success might look like and the commitment and time it would take and so i think sometimes you're right we self-sabotage ourselves not because we're afraid of something but because well yeah ideally because we're afraid of something what that is can be different for everybody right and so yeah but one of but one of the things i wanted to say about you rebecca was that you know in the beginning you were talking about you know um you know, when you stepped into a gym, there was there was fear. And what I what I was thinking you were going to say was, you know, you knew how to work out, you knew how to be in a gym, you knew how to be physically fit and active, but you didn't know how to be a business person. That's what I thought you were gonna say. And yet which <laughs> is fine. But in that same breath, you 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 were an excellent at that fitness, being a fitness instructor, but that transition from being, you know, not just, not just, but, you know, not just a, a fitness person, but to being a business owner, those are two completely different things. That must have been a huge transition for you. For sure. It was a, it was a big transition. Um, it's like the attention to detail, right? There's a lot more involved. It's not just it's not just I show up at the studio, I train my clients, and I go home. So now mm-hmm. it's it's all that extra, right? All that extra stuff on top, you know, the follow-ups, the bookkeeping, the, the mm-hmm. emails, and everything. Luckily, I don't have to worry about our social media. Mom does that all for us. Um, but it's it's all that extra stuff. And, and sometimes I think, and I definitely didn't realize it when I signed up to be a business, was the amount of time that extra stuff takes, right? You're your job isn't mm-hmm. just seven to three. It's mm-hmm. seven to three and then 
like three to eleven. Right? <laughs> like you just you just do it somewhere else. Like you go home and you just do it somewhere else. There's a lot of extra. <laughs> That, I keep asking all the business that. people in my in my life. I keep asking them, can anyone if anyone finds the twenty fifth hour in the day, please let me know because yeah. I want it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we are gearing up to end this uh, <clears throat> podcast, but give us a piece of information or a nugget of advice you would give those people trying to seek a better health in their lives. Yeah, for sure. Um, don't overwhelm yourself. That's the biggest thing. Don't overwhelm yourself. You don't have to change everything. You know, mm. pick pick one little habit, one teeny tiny little habit a week, and then your goal is to add to that every week. Do a little bit mm. to make yourself better. Every day, wake up and do something that's going to make yourself a litter. You know, take five minutes, and and then it'll add up to big changes. Like a snowball. Yeah, I, I always refer yeah. to it like it's kind of like habits. Habits can be good or bad. They can be, you know, something that improves your life or it doesn't improve your life, like smoking, let's say, right? Like it might be a small habit, but it, it accumulates over time to be a bad thing for your health, right? Other way, mm -hmm. like you said, if you start up with a, just a small thing saying, you know, wake up 30 minutes earlier. So you have a little bit more time in your day, you know, is little don't things like that. Don't even start with 30, start with five, right? <laughs> yeah. No, but 30 for somebody, I know. 30 minutes is big, right? Yeah. Five, no, I love that. To 5.30 is huge, right? Yeah, so you know me, Rebecca, I'm all minutes. in. Yeah, I'm an all in kind of guy though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can't all aspire to be you, Darren. We all can't keep up with you. I know, you know, I know, I'm, I'm just I kidding. That. <laughs> that no, is, I love that, awesome. Rebecca. That actually just kind of said, like, you know, you, you you get in your brain, I have to do this, and I have to do that, and I have to do this. And when you just said that five minutes, I'm like, I can do five minutes. Mm -hmm. I can do five mm -hmm. minutes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And yeah, you it doesn't do. have to be, it doesn't have to be 50 minutes. It doesn't have to be 20 minutes. Five minutes. And I, you, you just gave me a whole lot of hope today. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rebecca, I got one yeah, last, I got one last question for you. One last quick question. Where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see the Cronkers in five years? So funny story. When I started the business, someone said that. I said, I don't know. I said, I'm just trying to make it through today. <laughs> um, in five years, I've honestly, I'll probably still stick with that same thing. We're still trying to make it through the pandemic. So in five years, we still plan to be here. Good for you. Um, yeah, a bigger space, better organized, things like that would be fantastic in five years. Excellent. Do you see yourself yeah. always doing the classes and not just moving into a into a management role? Um, we'll see. I like I love the training aspect. Um, to dial it back eventually would be the goal, but uh, we'll see when that time comes. I guess we'll we'll take advantage of that, but uh, it won't be for a little while, thanks to this pandemic. <laughs> Well, you've done yeah. a great job and um, tell us how our listeners can get in contact with you. Um, so Facebook, our Facebook page is very active. You can send us a message through there, comment, anything like that, um, or by email at admin at getcronk.ca. Um, email or Facebook is definitely the best way to go since we aren't at the studio right now to answer the phone. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Rebecca. It's been fun. You are so much energy and in person, it's even more so. And, and the smile, your <laughs> smile 
you always smile. So if anybody doesn't know Rebecca, <laughs> you need to get to know her because she's just a ball of energy and so much fun and just so much uh, smiles that just it's infectious. So thank yeah. you so much for joining us today. Thank even, you. Thanks for having me. Even while she's coveting. Right. Yeah. All right, everyone. So, look, thank you for listening to the very end, everyone. We appreciate it. And if you'd like to find out more about Rebecca, you can also check out the mycleanbreak.ca website. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and like and share our Facebook page, Instagram pages, so your friends can join you in finding their next life transition. Take care of yourselves, take care of the people around you, and I will see you on the other side of the mic. See you, ladies. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on life transitions. You can find more topics like today's and other great advice from life transition professionals at mycleanbreak.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. mycleanbreak.ca has clear and simple advice from trusted local professionals to help you get to the other side of any transition.